0: Which chaylik is this from today? I think it's Yuzayan, but I don't even. Tipa, is it Yuzayan? It says Tess Zion. Tess Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, depending on what uh, time zone you're on. We're learning. The on boy. This is the only sicha for this week through the project, and as just ascertained, thank you Tzipa. It's from Chelik to Zion. Um, we're learning in the s'chos of Rafa Shleima for Harav Yosef Yitzchak Benzi Chasya. and um, I'm going to begin. It's a very interesting sicha. I mean, that's that's lame. Every sicha is very interesting, um, but it's you'll see. It's it's. Um, it's a great workout. Aleph. So, in connection to the commandment in this week's Parsha, and I'm going to read um, a couple of the Psukim here. So it begins with um Paragut in Parsha's boy, Hasukhes, Habasobala They shall eat the meat during this night, Sli It should be roasted over fire. And they shall eat it with matzah and bitter herbs. And then the next Pasuk goes on to say that the meat should not be half cooked. It shouldn't be boiled in water. It should be roasted over fire and exactly how it should be roasted. And the next Pasuk tells us that none of it can be left over until the next morning. And then famously in Pasuk Yod Aleph, the the, the, the Torah tells us, Hashem told the to eat it they should eat it very ready to leave with your waist belted, your shoes on your feet and your staff in your hand. And you should eat it in haste. And in Pasuket Beis, Nebushah says, I'm going to pass through and I'm going to I will execute judgment. And in Pasuket Gimel, Nebushah says that the blood that you put on the lintels of the house will be a sign. I'll see the blood. I'll pass over you, and this will be a yom zikaron. Hukas and then in pasuk tesvav again, the Torah tells us shivas yamim teichelun. You'll eat matzah for seven days, and that you have to take away all chametz. And in pasuk Yud Zayin, we're told. You must be vigilant regarding the matzahs. Okay. So the Rebbe says that all of this was all of the details about the tzivoy, about eating matzah was while they were still in and regarding this tzivoy we find something quite Shocking, luch oyer. Seemingly, b'tzivu le'adir alach le'adir es alchilas matza b'parshas Regarding the commandment to eat matza in every subsequent generation, which comes in parshas r'e, Imeres hatayr. The Torah says, "Shivas yamim teichel olav matzis lechem oini ke'bechipazon yotzas emerets mitrayim." For seven days, you shall eat matzah, which is the uh, the bled. The, the bread of affliction, or the bread, uh, the the impoverished bread, the poor man's bread, because you left Mitzrayim in a great hurry. Umikach and from this we learn lechem dafka that the that the matzah has to be dafka lechem and one way of understanding this halachically is loy matzah so instead of reading matzah, um, reading lechem ani as referring to the state of the Jews, whether physically or spiritually, and their impoverishment, um, in this in this way of reading it halachically, it's poor bread because it has no extra ingredients, just the beer basics, flour and water. And so halachically, we learn from these words that has to be lechem oini, and not matzah ashira, which would have oil, fruit juices, eggs, and so on and so forth. And because in our parsha, parsha's boy, in the psuken that we just read, when it talks about the matzah, it does not use the term lechem oini. Nira, it appears, she mitzrayim. It appears that when they were in Mitzrayim and they ate the matzah before taking leave of Mitzrayim, they were able to fulfill their, um, their obligation to eat matzah through eating matzah shira, Because the Torah doesn't use the term lechem oini. So from this, it's understood. That although for all the generations on Pesach, the matzah would have to be lechem um, oini dafka, But despite the fact that in subsequent generations it would have to be only lechem oini, but that year the year of the Geula itself in Mitzrayim, there was place to eat Matzah Ashira. However, on one caveat. Their eating of Matzah Ashira was not when they actually left Mitzrayim. Because we know that when they left Mitzrayim, they were eating lechem oini. They ate the bread, the matzah made of only flour and water. Ela lefaneha o So when did they eat the matzah ashira? They ate the matzah ashira before they left as a hachana, as a preparation for leaf taking from Mitzrayim. Si'if base. Pesach Mitzrayim, ma'ave mokar le lepesach deres the pesach that we celebrated in mitzrayim creates and is the source and the root of all the subsequent Pes- all the all the subsequent yom tov pesach that we would keep in every door Therefore, therefore, move on. So if Pesach Mitzrayim is the root and the source of every subsequent Pesach, then that means that somehow we also have to have this idea of eating matzah ashira somehow as a Preparation for Yom Pesach in every door. There has to be something in that paradigm of Matzah Ashira that informs our every Pesach. So the Mordechai is a Rishon who comments on the Gemara. And he writes, that during the times of the Batei Mikdash, they used to do the Seder of Pesach after the Surah's Yom Tav. And they did not eat the matzah's mitzvah. They did not fulfill the, the obligation to eat matzah until after their stomachs were full. And during those days, they used to eat dafka matzah ashira during their, during their su'udah. In order that the hamaiti that they made on the su'udah should not include the matzah that they were going to Eat later, with which they were going to be makayim the mitzvah of eating matzah as a mitzvah. And during the seder, they ate matzah ashira, so it shouldn't include the matzah of later. And and that was the that was mitzvahs achilas matzah. So when they ate the matzah later during the seder, they were able to make hametz and the bracha al achilas matzah. Because what they ate earlier during the Suda was matzah ashira. That's what the Mordechai teaches. And the Rabbi continues, and similar to this, Mitzim Gambiz HaZeh. we find something similar today. Lamroi Ha although we do the Seder bef- uh, before the Suda today, but Hadin Khivea. But halacha teaches before the tenth hour, meaning during the time that you could still eat chametz Erev Pesach, you're allowed to eat matzah, ashira. To eat matzah ashira during that time, although halachically we're not allowed to eat matzah during that time, so in other words, there's different. Min hagim. We uh, in Chabad, we have a minute that we don't eat matzah for a whole month before. But la day day, you're not allowed to eat matzah's mitzvah. You're not allowed to eat the matzah that you're going, the kind of matzah you're going to eat later for the seder on that day. But you're allowed to eat matzah ashira in the morning before you have to stop eating chametz. we might say shea uvda, shea matira az matzah That the very fact that halacha Permits that you should eat matzah ashira, and it's not a biddi evit. It's a milchat chila meichicha shebe'erev pesach kashya miskoeninim lepesach letiyus mitsrayim noisenes haterem mukim lachilas matzah ashira. The Rebbe says we we can learn from this that on erev pesach when we are getting ready for Pesach, and we're getting ready to re-experience it's yes, Mitzrayim. the Torah gives us place to eat matzah ashira, And um, the is telling us that if it's permitted halakhically, then it means that there is a conceptual place for matzah ashira. And the rebbe is going to explain what is the init of matzah shira versus the ma- the matzah that's lechem oini that we're going to eat later. So in other words, to the rebbe, there's nothing that's just like, yeah, okay, um, you know, like technically, you know, because of illegality, you could eat it then. No, the rebbe is saying that there's tremendous import and meaning in the fact that you could eat matzah shira on erev pesach before the shah asiris. See if gimel. Mitzvui alachilas So regarding the commandment to eat lechem oini, which we spoke about earlier, mitzayin hapasuk pasuk atam letzivui. The Torah gives us the reason, and the Torah says ki Because in great haste, you left Eretz Mitzrayim. And therefore, the dough did not have enough time to rise. And so one of the um, properties of Lachamaini is that it's flat. Now, because we're taught that the term lechem oini, that the category lechem oini, in addition to aviating chametz, also does not include matzah ashira. Nearer, so then it appears. We can surmise, we can we can extract from this that when the terrorist says that the reason you have to eat is because you left in Mitzrayim in great haste. This also provides the reason and the fact for why it's not possible to fulfill your obligation to eat matzah through eating matzah ashira, In other words, it doesn't just aviate chametz, but the but the words, which explain why you have to eat lechem also come to be sheilal, to aviate ash, uh, matzah ashirah. So we have to understand, so we have to understand how these words, that you left, because you left in great haste, how does this provide the reason for why we cannot um, fulfill our obligation to eat matzah through eating matzah ashira? So the Rebbe says, in mit chillas shel hapsuk shetzut leil from the beginning of the pasuk that we cited above which is lesei khal chametz chivas yamim tehil olav matzais that you should not eat chametz during this time for seven days you should eat matzais lamedin we learn shefshal chayam mitz vas achilas matza rak beem dvorim haboim ledechimutz we learn through the juxtaposition of the, 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 the Torah is saying, do not eat chametz during these seven days. You, you have to eat matzah during this time. From this, we learn that in order to fulfill the mitzvah of eating matzah, you could only fulfill it through the agency of something that could become chametz. So in order for it to be halachically um, viable for fulfilling the mitzvah of matzah, it has to be made out of dough that could become hametz. And the the uh, connection between the words because you left in haste and this halacha is simple. Because During that first Pesach, when we left Mitzrayim, the Jews were dealing with a dough that could become chametz, and it was only because of the great haste with which they exited Mitzrayim that the, the dough did not have. Time to rise and become chametz to become leavened. So therefore, when we eat matzah, in order to remember the matzah that they ate when they left Mitzrayim, it too has to be made of a dough that could become chametz. And there has to be um, something that we do that will cause the impossibility of it becoming chametz, which we do by, by, by making the matzah very, very quickly and continuously keeping it flat and pummeling it so that it will not rise and so on and so forth. It has to be watched that it shouldn't become chametz. And this is all, and this is all to remember and the fact that they left in great haste. And therefore, the dough that they had, that could have, that had the possibility, it did have the properties of leavening, but it wasn't allowed to leaven because of the great haste in which they left. And Now, because these two categories, with which you cannot fulfill the obligation to eat matzah, which one category is matzah ashira, and the other is a dough that can that is made of things that cannot become chametz, because. Both of these things are referenced in the pasuk that says "Kibechi Pazon Yatzasa," because in great haste you left. Move on. It's understood. Shaloshne Suge matza elu that to these two categories of matza, yesh ba'ayin kloli oisei pegam legabe kiom mitzvah achilas matza be'emtzu usam. They both have the same deficit. They both have the same flaw, which is why you cannot fulfill the mitzvah of matzah through their agency, okay? Because we know we can only make matzah from wheats that when combined with water will leaven. But for instance, you can't make matzah out of cornmeal or corn flour because while corn can ferment, it cannot leaven. And, and therefore, it's not kosher for making matzah. So the Rebbe says that because these two categories are both alluded to in this pasuk, one is matzah ashira, where you do start with a wheat that can, when mixed with water, become leaven. But instead of water, you use fruit juice, or you use oil, or you use eggs, or any combination thereof. And therefore, again, it cannot become chametz or the second category is making a matzah out of a flour that when combined with water will not become chametz. both of these cannot be used to fulfill the obligation of eating matzah. And so there has to be a a connection between these two categories. So on one hand, there's a connection. Mitzat on the other hand, Meitzim, we find that the halacha regarding Matzah Ashira was only said regarding our Pesach that we would keep in the generations after. But not in Mitzrayim. In Mitzrayim, it seems that they were able to eat Matzah Ashira. So in contradistinction to the halacha or the tziboi that we would not be able to eat, or rather we would not be able to fulfill the obligation to eat matzah through Lecha ashira, this was only given for the Pesach l'dayreiz, for the Pesach that we would keep later. But in contradistinction to that, the halacha, that the matzah has to be made of dough that can come to leavening, we find this already in the Pesach of Mitzrayim. nilmad like the Yershalmi learns, from the Pasuk, from the words, and you shall guard the matzahs, the Gemara learns out that it has to be made out of, out of ingredients that need guarding because they could become chametz, and therefore you have to watch over them very, very vigilantly. The Gemara teaches that you can only fulfill your obligation through the agency of matzah that needs watching, that needs to be carefully guarded. This is to say, This teaches us that although in Mitzrayim they were able to fulfill their obligation by eating matzah ashira, however, But in Mitzrayim too, the matzah ashira that they ate had to be matzah that needs guarding, and the Reb explains how would this be, because normally matzah ashira would not come to chimots, would not come to be to be leavened, but the Rebbe says for instance, Isa she'ar v- she'ar mayim, Im but this would be a dough in which you also put in water in addition to the may to the juice extracted from fruits. Because then it can come to leaven. And on the contrary, it even comes to leavening more quickly than regular um, matzah dough that's made just from flour and water. Hey. So now the rebbe is, is it, now that the rebbe pointed out to us that there were different kinds of matzah. And the rebbe pointed out the different times that we were commanded. And 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 we should make a distinction between that. Now the rebbe is going to tell us what this signifies and what this symbolizes in Veda Hashem. So what's the explanation for all of this on the innermost level? So the Rebbe says, Yuvon will understand this We will understand this through explaining the the difference on a conceptual level between lechem oini and matzah ashira vis-a-vis Aravitas Hashem. So the Rabbi says, lechem oini is made from a dough that that is comprised only of flour and water. Sha'ein shum tam, and the matzah is therefore tasteless. It's not enriched with any other ingredients that would uh, make it taste particularly good. Matzah shira leumazais, but in contradistinction, distinction matzah shira meisa shenilusha imyayin shemen udbash, matzah shira is baked from a dough that is needed with wine, with oil, with honey, or other types of fruit juices. And these ingredients add taste. And what this symbolizes in Avaytus Hashem is as follows. Lechem oini misamel avoida mitach kabalas ol v'loy mitach tainuk v'hanoa. Lechem oini, the poor bread, as it were, the impoverished bread, bereft of any enriching ingredients that would give a taste, signifies avoida done through kabalas ol. We do it because we accept the yoke of Hashem upon us, and we do it. Whether it gives us v'hana, whether we're going to take pleasure from it or not, we do with Kabbalah so. And because with our sechel, we can't understand it. And as a result of our not being able to understand it, we don't take pleasure in these godly things. The chose oibit ha yeah hu mit kabala so still and all the Jew serves Hashem with Kabbalah Sol. Matzah Ashira Loomaizais, but in contrast, Matzah Ashira he avoidam mith tam fadas. This symbolizes the avoida that we do with our understanding. Avoida shayishba tam han'a. And um, this we find often in Hasidus, the word tam means both a reason and it means taste. Because when we understand the reason for something, it gives us more of a taste. It gives us more hana in doing it. That's just the way sentient people are wired. When the avoida of a Jew is only from the perspective of kabbalah all it is propelled and fueled only by his Kababbalus all there is no reason his he does not involve his seichel or his middais, his feelings his his emotions okay spoiler alert there's a lot of times in Hasidus when we learn different from what the Rebbe is going to explain now. But here the Rebbe says like this, that when you do it just with Kabbalah Saul, then the Jew is in a situation where based on his cognition and his emotions, there is place for him to act differently. La'asayisra, <laughs> to do something that is not what, what the Ebersher wants. Ella but it's only but it's through the agency of his accepting upon himself the yoke of heaven he subdues the evil aspect and this is he forces the evil so he subserviates the evil and he serves Hashem so in many other places in, in, in the Rebbe's Chassidus, it talks about how when you do things only through seichel, that's when you could get into trouble because our seichel is limited and our seichel is fickle. And therefore, the basis has to be Kabbalah ol. Here, the Rebbe is saying that when you do it only with Kabbalah ol, because you're not engaging your seichel and your midas, so there is room for you to do the opposite because you're approaching what you're doing only, quote-unquote, through kabbala s'ol. Maybe in more contemporary terminology, you would say that there isn't the buy-in, the human, you know, buy-in to the concept. So there's that resistance that remains. In contrast to this, kashar when the havoides Hashem is through understanding, completely, is is Hashem. So this obviates the possibility of doing something that is opposite Hashem's desire, because your sechol and your midas are aligned with what Hashem wants from you. And therefore, ain't kol ra, there's no evil. And this is already, we, um, this would be something that would be in a category of his Hafi Completely transforming the evil to something categorically and completely good, positive. And the Shnei Suge Hamatza Shenimnu Leil. The Rebbe says this is the connection between the two categories of matzah that we enumerated above the category of matzah ashira and the category of matzah Asuya midvarim she'enam Boimle ledechimutz Matzah made of things that cannot become Chametz. For instance, matzah that would be made, again, from flour. That does not leaven. And, and this would be the connection between on, Yusum on, on the deeper level, on the on how Chasidus illuminates it. One of the details Rebbe is going to talk about comes as a result of the other. Avoida matza that comes in the paradigm of quote-unquote matzah ashira, completely matzah ashira, which would be avayda mitach seichel a voida that is propelled by our seichel and by our emotions, because we really understand the reason and therefore we have complete buy-in and we are cognitively and emotively aligned. It obviates the possibility for something bad to occur. Just like matzah ashira on the, on the pshat level. Matzah ashira that you buy in the store you make can never come to chametz. And the Rabbi says under normal circumstances. But if you put some water in it, like it seems they had to do in Mitzrayim before they left, then it could come to chimos, but under normal circumstances, matzah shira cannot come to chimos. So this signifies the aveda of Tamvadas. You're completely aligned, and therefore you're not going to veer off because you, you're you're all in. Rak shulechem oini It's only the modality of serving Hashem with lechem o'ini, meaning impoverished bread, there's no wine, there's no oil, there's no honey, you have no taste. This, me'afsheres chametz This allows for the existence of chametz and evil. Zehu lechem de This is bread, this is matzah that can come to chimots. But just like physically, you keep pummeling the dough and you do it so quickly to get it into the oven, to aviate chimots, in the same way, metaphorically speaking, in the avoida that is propelled by Kabbalah's all, we have to constantly be subduing and subserviating the ra, the aim of his and we don't allow the rat to take hold as it were, Hagba of to raise its head as it were, to go higher and to and to come to full-blown chimutz. How do we do this? Alide ushmartem through guarding it, avoida masmedes vis through constant avoida and constant engagement. So it's a full-time job to keep the ra within us at bay because we don't have full buy-in we don't understand it so we're doing it we're doing it with kabbalah soul but at any moment we can just throw that all off we can cast it off so constantly constantly you have to watch over it so now the question in the mind is so which one is it that we need which modality does to want from us? Which modality does he ask of us? So the Rebbe says, Of course, in the Rebbe's ter, it's always both. Both of these modalities express in a general way the two general categories or the two general types of gaula there's Gaulas Mitzrayim, and there's a Gaula HaAsida, the one that we are approaching imminently any moment now. So there's two different Gaulas. Regarding the leaf-taking from Mitzrayim, the Torah tells us that the nation fled in great haste. And the Altachem explains that this was ki hara Yisrael adayin haye b'takfay. Because the evil that was in the souls of Bnei Yisrael was still very, very strong. They didn't have to flee from the Mitzrium because at that point the Mitzriim gave them full license to do whatever they want. The Mitzrium were afraid of Bnei Yisrael. They wanted them to leave with alacrity because they were afraid of them. But it wasn't like they had to run away because if not, the Egyptians would, you know, trap them. But the al dhrab explains in Tanya, it's because they had to flee from themselves, as it were. They had to flee from the Ra. That was in their nashams. ha'yu They had to leave because, as we know, they were already sunk into the 49th, to the Memtesh Shari another and another minute or two, and it would have been too late. V'zehu in yaneh shalachem oini avodah shalas and this calls forth the inyan of lachem oini, the inyan of iskafia, of having to to override and subserviate the ra that is within us. Achloi kain laasid lavai, but this is not what will be l'asit lavai. Oz yeloi b'chi pazon The the navi in describes that we will not leave in a hurry. And Ebeshtu will completely um, remove Tuma from, from the world. That will be a Matzav Shel Hisavcha. This is a time where the Ra will be completely transformed. This is the modality of Matzah Ashira. That cannot come to Chimos. HaHezber Lekach This is the explanation of why this idea that we left in a hurry creates the reason in Halacha that the matzah of the Le'el Pesach cannot be matzah ashira. And it also cannot be matzah that is made of ingredients that cannot leaven. Because that spiritual situation of having to leave in great haste because the Ra is still very prominent and very strong, this necessitates Avoid of Kabbalah all it necessitates a avoida of iskafia, which is symbolized by the lechem o'ini. Now the Chavah says, however, there's another kind of matzah. There's a matza ashira. So we understand why we have to eat lechem o'ini by the seder, and we can only be Fulfill. We can, only, we can only fulfill our chiyuv to eat matzah through lechem only by the Seder. We understand that. But what's the place of lechem ashira? So the Rebbe says, The Rebbe says, we don't fulfill our chiyuv to eat matzah through eating matzah ashira, not only because on the deeper level, Matzah Ashira doesn't correlate with what happened during the Golas Mitzrayim. That they left in a great hurry. And this was because of the evil that still was within them. And therefore they needed Kabbalah ol, And they needed the Avedah Viskafia, And that is symbolized by the Lechem but the Rebbe says it's not just that. The gam yesh al ashira. It's because there is a superlative um, property and characteristic of matza that is lechem oini over matzah ashira, and this is also the property of the guulah shela asin lavai the ge'ula that is coming. It's true that in matzah ashira, which is the modality of his Hafra, that the, that the evil, the ra, is completely nullified. Even as it's true that there's something very special about the matzah shira because it symbolizes a time where there's no ra, but at the same time there's something special about the matzah, the lechem oini, the inyan of escafia, because rak avoida zu krucha bi asoi shala adam alov lilchay mulachnia esara, because only this avoida, the lechem oini avoida, the lechem of escafia the lechem that necessitates constant work on our part is comprised of our yegiaya, of our labor because we have to fight for it. we have to fight the Ra we have to do we have to we have to do battle with it and we have to continuously subserviate it. <speaking in Hebrew> so to say it in a different way, the avoid of his hafka, the matza ashira, expresses our unity with Hashem. It expresses the way in which we've become so refined that our very refined existence does not allow for evil. Just like the matzah ashira that does not allow for humans Iskafia, on the other hand, mivatas as ha, hisbatlos, ha le'lekos. The matzah the lechem oini, the avoid of Iskafia expresses our nullification and our complete devotion and dedication to el-kos. If it was up to us, based on our cognition and our emotions, there would be possibility of trespassing Hashem's word. Chalila, there is place for ra. And despite that fact, we force ourselves. We do the opposite of what our mitzios would ask for. Meaning, we don't understand it logically. And we don't have a particular emotive alignment or um, resonance with what it is that we have to do. And nevertheless, we fulfill Hashem's desire. And the Rebbe says, remarkably, And this is one of the ways of understanding that it says, and if you look at the footnote the Rebbe brings down from Micha, that regarding the hasida. It will be like when you went out of Mitzrayim, I'll show you wonders. Because the ultimate goal is that both of these um, qualities, both of these mailas, uh, help me here, both of these um, superlative qualities should be together. Gam kash nimtsaim bidagashus hafra when bashir will come and we will be on the level of us hafra zikhuch mitzi us will be completely refined atsha inkla mukam until there will be no place for ra gam uz kayam hayisun shabiskafia goolas betrayin we will still tap in to this to the mila of iskafia which was present and was showcased during the of Mitzrayim. Ha, his of Mitswahim, Adam, the way in which we nullify ourselves,, which is expressed through our work and through our our toil It's hard work to constantly do something that you don't especially feel emotionally or logically, aligned with. So the Rebbe now explained to us how we're going to have this idea when Mashiach comes, that even though it's going to be a time of his hafra, it's going to be a time of matzah ashira, as it were, we're going to be on that level, but there still has to be the lechem oini. There still has to be the skafia. Now on the other side, the Rebbe says, Ad mor must be a besifor tera ar. The al tchab explains in tera ar she be kach she be geulas gam alay, that just like it says or because it says regarding the geula of Mitzrayim, the the expression is and I will take you up I will t- I will elevate you. Bevishe says twice alay that this alludes to the the second elevation. The first time was Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, and the second is Hashem will take us out of the Gullah. Move on. So it's understood. That just like the Rebbe outlined in Siv Zion, the one we just did, that during the time of the ge'ula hasidah there will still be a remembrance and there will still be the influence of ge'ulas mitzrayim. So too, in like fashion, there has to be something now during the ge'ula from mitzrayim that is connected to in which we feel Hashem's promise regarding the Geulah Hasidah. Hahez The explanation is: the possibility and the strength to do battle with evil and to overcome it and to be victorious even as the Ra is still very strong, even as we are in Golos, and even after we break it, it still remains strong. Just like it was the first time we left Mitzrayim, and that's why the Jews had to flee. So where do we get the Kayach to do this? We get the strength to do this, and we get the help that we need through the recognition and the and the and the and the and the, uh, the feeling that our avoid of iskafia that we're engaged in now will at the end yield to a safra. So, this motivates us. This is the light at the end of the tunnel. And therefore, pilas even before the Gullah of Mitzrayim, and therefore, the Abishah said to not just Alcha, I will take you up, but Alcha Gamalei, he already promised then about the Gullah HaSida, and we, Eref Pesach, eat. Or can eat have the possibility of eating matzah ashira, which is the matzah of his hafra, which is the matzah of the geula haasida. As the Rebbe says in, in Sif Seif remembering the geula haasida in the geula of Mitzrayim ainana rakade lah asid is not only to broadcast that there's going to be a qula hasida ela zuigam nesinas kayakh yashim zayis ba adam bahayva but it also like the i explained above gives us the kayakh to execute our avoida in the present shekfar bitkhilas ha Golas gollas metraim tiya avoida shma'in hagula asida even before we start the Avaidah of Golos Mitzrayim, of leave-taking from Golos Mitzrayim, we already have something that is me'ain, that is like the Golahasida. We already taste the matza Ashira. We already taste the Matzah of Eshavcha. And it would seem we could ask, Adayim We are just at the beginning. It's Arab Pesach. We haven't yet come to the Seder. We haven't done the Avoidah. And the Ra is still very strong. How is it possible that we should be engaged in Veida that's a Me'ein that is like the Gula Hasidah? Because the Gula Hasidah is all about everything, all the Ra already being transformed. Hey, adrus shalara complete obliteration of ra. So how can we say that we're already engaged in eating matzah Ashira, the matzah that speaks of Ishafcha, the matzah of geula? The explanation is is Although it's true that at the beginning of the Avodah, there is not yet the complete obliteration of the of the evil. And therefore the Avodah is in a way of doing battle and necessitates Kabbalah's ol, as the Rebbe has explained earlier. Okay, this is this is really quite astoundingly gorgeous the rabbi says yes it's true we're still in a time of kabbalah's all but the his batlos but the nullification of self the kabbalah's all should still not be completely in a way that we're forcing ourselves elayesh likshar is his batlos atma limit adam but we should connect the way in which we are nullifying ourselves to our existence. You should get buy-in from your Seichel and from your Midas to agree to your nullification, your self-nullification, your kabbala's all and then your avoid of kabbalah all will be accompanying accompanied with pleasure in other words you will take pleasure in the fact that you are doing avodah mitzvat kabbalah all Rabbi says yes kabbalah ol is necessary but it's okay if you could get yourself to a place where you're ready Tasting the matzah ashira aspect, even as you're going towards a yom tev where you can only do the mitzvah through lechem oini, it's okay to tether your kabbalas all to a part of your cognition and your emotions that can get aligned and take pleasure in the fact that you're a kabbalas ol yid. this is to say, hagulah hasidah mitzrayim. So this modality of the Gula hasida that is already injected in the modality of the G'ulah from Mitzrayim is not an avoida of sechel and midas on their own. is which brings to complete transformation. But rather it creates. A new aspect within this gafi of gulas Mitzrayim. And that is ha avoida kabalas ol meluve It's kabalas ol that is accompanied by, maybe we could say infused with pleasure. just like the inyan that we will remember geulas Mitrayim by the gaula of L'Asid is going to be an aspect in the gaula of the asid. It's going to be an aspect in the overwhelming energy of the gaula of the asid. The main energy, the main elevation of the future ge'ula is going to be all about the refinement of the existence of the person is This is amazing, but our refinement will not be measured and will not be limited to how much a person could refine themselves based on their own existence, but it's going to transcend our our normal parameters. And this is only through Iskafia. This is only through Kabbalah Sol. This is the Mila of Ispatlos. This is the Mila of self-nullification. And now we have a new appreciation for why the matzah Bnei Yisrael ate in Mitzrayim, as a for leaving, could have been matzah ashira. Ach he But on the other hand, it still had to be matzah ashira that had some water in it. And therefore, necessitated Shimur, it necessitated guarding. Because of the hiskalulosh, because of the inclusion, the inter-inclusion of the geula Hasida in the geula of Mitzrayim, that allowed. From matzah ashira, while they were still in Mitzrayim, ashira. But the geula from Mitzrayim was able to be similar to the geula hasida, only in this detail of ashira. That the Kabbalah's all that was necessary to leave Mitzrayim should be accompanied with understanding, with taste, and with pleasure. But not regarding the idea that the Geul hasida will not come through matzah that can come Because the idea of Ishafcha cannot exist when the Ra is still strong. So you can have an infusion of it. You could have a Prat. You could have a strand, but it's not in full-blown expression. All of the above is regarding the time that Bene Israel was still in Mitzrayim before the Gula. Mitzrayim, but when they actually left Mitzrayim after the Gula, the hamatzah and in like fashion, the matzah that we eat every year on the Lel pesach to remember the yitzia from Mitzrayim muqraq li'is laham ayni dafka this has to be only and exclusively laham ayni has baram shala and what's the explanation hayatiya mimmitrayim gormala karshe benayisru'l kfar loy hayu avday pare with leaf taking from its this this gave rise to a, a situation in which B'Ney role were no longer the servants of Pare, Hashem. And rather they became the servants of Hashem. klema that is to say, they were in the level and the category of people who had accepted upon themselves the kingship of Hashem, Hashem, which precedes coming to a place where you accept upon yourself the mitzvah of Hashem. and Chazal, like Chazal tell us, in the Mishnah in Bruchos, you kabel all of all Malchus Shemayim First, a person should accept upon themselves all Malchus Shemayim, and then you accept upon yourself the all of mitzvahs. Zu, in this avoyda of completely becoming an evet Hashem, ain't la'arev as mitziyah There, you don't mix in the existence of self. That you're not allowed to even, um, like, blink when you're standing before the king. In other words, you have to be in complete subservience. You're not allowed to do any, any most subtle movement in front of a king. And what happens if you do? God forbid this person is, is Chayiv Misa. So Kabbalah's all necessitates complete nullification of the self. And, and therefore, the matzah that they ate when they left Mitzrayim, the matzah that we eat every year has to be Lechem oini. It has to be the matzah of Bitzel. It has to be the matzah of iskafia. We're not allowed to mix in Tom Vitainuk Shal Ashira. Kikabolas Lehi Asais Avde Hashem because accepting the yoke of heaven, the sovereignty of Hashem to become Hashem's servant, he beemtos lachem bilvat This can only be done through the agency of Lachem Oini, his batlus mukletas, complete self-nullification. So even though we don't want to peel socks of potatoes, self-nullification. And that's how we're able to come into Pesach properly. I think maybe by doing all this stuff we really don't want to do. I can't be the only one that doesn't want to peel socks of potatoes. So um we we got our we got our hisbatlas all figured out delegate delegate yeah but then i don't know then then you're gonna to have to find another way to be mevatelzich. of course of course we hopefully we all have help but uh, but the potatoes on the one hand and the, and and the getting rid of the chomets on the other hand still i think lies on our shoulders in the main mm-hmm. I give you so much credit to, to be able to calmly teach a today no you don't understand this is exactly what I need. <laughs> I don't deserve any credit. This is this is the most self-serving thing of all. What are the other choices, by the way? <laughs> well, you could jump up every five minutes like I did. <laughs> uh, I ran away to my office where there's nothing to jump to. <laughs> I give you a lot of credit. Anyway, wishing us all Vitaiklal Yisrael v'sameach, and and we should already, it's time. Anybody wants to say a few words, please. We would love to hear something inspiring. Um, Rifki, I find it interesting
1: that we talked about Kabbalah's oil, that ever talked about this matzah, that's the only thing we can do. This is just an observation. And yet, the entire um, seder is about discussion, which is getting on board with seichel. So just this, look at that balance that you have, that even though the lechem is the Kabbalah soil, yet the seder is set up for hours and hours on discussion of understanding. So
0: and and the four cases of wine... Uh, which, which, which wine in Hasidus is always about Tam Vidas.
1: That's right. That's right. So it's just, it's it's just an interesting uh, balance here. I just want to, just a funny thing, but one year I'm peeling, you know, we do, we have a kosher meals on wheels program. So literally we're talking about giving out this year, like 800, seven, 800 meals. I mean, it, I can't even get to tell you, right?
0: Wow. So
1: the amount of potato peeling isn't, and, the kitchen is in my basement. We don't yet have a, a, a commercial Pesach kitchen, hopefully by next year. But one year, I'm like so frustrated with this peeling. I can't like, Avish, there's enough already. What is this? And potatoes and sweet potatoes. And you go through all the other stuff. It's, it's like boss. And then as I'm peeling, I'm thinking, what is peeling anyway? And really peeling is to get to the essence you peel to get to the fruit. And I thought, wow, that's the beginning of us as a people, peel away and get to who you really are. And Mm -hmm. after that, the peeling didn't take the, the now became, (laughs) once I had the seichel in it, it became much easier.
0: It was already infected with the safra.
1: There you go. So I'm telling you, peeling today is not the same for me anymore. Cause every time I peel, I think about that. I think, Peel away, peel away. This is for the whole year. You got one way, hey, hey, you so away. you're gonna have to find another way for his bottle, Esther. <laughs> oh boy, are you kidding? volatile <laughs> doesn't come easy to me.
0: <laughs> oh, like it comes easy to anybody. No, yeah, and you should have a kasher for Elton Peso. This is wonderful. I mean, all of us, all of us together. A good kebenchiar, and we'll see each other mit If you made it this Monday, then. Uh, Met Hashem on Chalamayit as well. Chalamayit is a different reason to run away and learn a sikha Then the kids start asking what they're going to eat and where they're going to go. That could be harder than killing potatoes. Kol <laughs> Tov, everybody.
1: Thank you. Thank you.